Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Good evening, welcome to Premier League Forecast. It's me, Chris Brack. It's Luke, live from Ryan Reynolds' apartment. And Jack's back from t- Talking Ballocks. Luke, how did you get into Ryan Reynolds' apartment? Does he know? Probably not, no. I've, no. Hidden, I've hidden in one of his spare rooms. Yeah, so, yeah. You, you've well nicked his Deadpool mask, haven't you? 100%. <laughs> 100% I've nicked it. Jack, how are you? Well, good, thanks, mate. Yeah, good to be back. Two weeks in a row, lucky people. Uh, I'm just making the most of it before we get relegated, so I'm uh, getting my fill before I become the championship correspondent. That's all right. We keep you, keep you. You can be a, a neutral whenever time you come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so today's show is sponsored by uh, Bookmakers.com. Uh, there are bookies. They'll find you all the best deals. So details in the description below. Um, if gambling is not your thing. Don't worry about it. If it is, please gamble responsibly. But also check out their YouTube channel. Gab's on it once a week. We tend to do previews on there of, of Premier League games. So a bit of, bit of fun about your favourite play, play, players, managers. And there's loads of good stats on there. And, uh, oh, Kev's in the chat as well. Look at that. He should be on the show. Uh, so he's saying smash the like button, which is very good. Kev has a four has a four o'clock wake-up call for a 5am flight tomorrow. Bless him. So quite impressive stats. He's still awake. So we'll see how long he lasts. <laughs> Before, get, before Kev and the Trippers descend onto Liverpool. So, you know, what more can you want? It'll be right. sleeping on the way there. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt, what, with Gavin Shawnee and Emmett? I very much doubt they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm meeting them about midday. So, you know, we'll see what state they're in by then. Until then, <laughs> let's let's start with a bit of footy, right? Let's get this one out of the way. Man City versus Chelsea. We assume this will be the title parade. This City, to be fair... I saw it's got demolished Real Madrid. Oh, second Europe, yeah, second Europe, second European Cup final. So, and they're playing a Chelsea side who are 17th in the form guide, one win in the last six, oh scored seven, conceded 11. I've got seven out injured, three doubtfuls, 
and City have got top of the form guide, six six wins out of six, barely conceded, and all they're missing is Nathan Ake. So, Jack, Chelsea win then? Well, <laughs> it would seem that way, wouldn't it? I mean, like we, I mean, if, if there's one thing I know about my time on on the Day Trippers podcast is that I am a stickler for getting predictions absolutely right because I think I got none. The only one I got right last week was the one between us two, like Leicester and Liverpool. All the others I was a, a mile off. So. If you want to bet, don't listen to me. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea, the Chelsea still got quality. This is the thing that everyone seems to forget. No matter how poor they've been for, I mean, months now, they have still got a lot of players that can hurt you. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like they've got quality players. Like Sterling was was phenomenal for City for for a great number of years. Like I feel like Thiago Silva, when he's fit, is 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 a really tough defender. But this City team is Definitely. just oh, I mean. I, it's it's kind of it, it leaves a sour taste in the mouth because of how they've become the great side that they are. But there is no denying that they are mm. one of the greatest sides the Premier League's ever seen. So every time they play, even against Real Madrid on on Wednesday night, like you just you can't help but think they're going to win comfortably. It's 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 a shock when they win like by one or two goals, let alone yeah. lose. And it's just yeah, I it's think, I think there's that's only one way you can see it going. Yeah, I think that's what. Fact, so, well, sorry, I'll be, of course, talk for me. That's what I don't like is I always think Footy needs a bit of peril because hmm. then the win's worth more, you know. Yeah. And it sort of feels like, you know, they've got 115 charges against them for alleged financial irregularities, um, which is this is the second time they've had this hang over them, which then does leave a sour taste of like, yeah, you are a great side. Yeah, you have got great players, but you need to see the outcome of this, though. But if the outcome of this tribunal is you've got it by not playing to the rules of the game, then it doesn't really feel right. And listen, mm. I'm sure there'll be City fans because they're, they're, they're always on when this subject comes up. I don't generally give a shit about the arm when they go, well, FFP, the rules are unfair, so fair. You know the rules before you go on. Mm. The example I could give is I could say, I don't think the speed of the motor should be 70, it should be 80. But if a copper pulls me over tomorrow and says, I, I said, you do it 80. Well, I don't think it should be set. Eight. I think it should be set 80 anyway. So mm. it's an unfair rule. The cop's going to mm. go, you still get a speed of five, mate. Mm. They're the rules. So whether you like it or not, get on with it. You know, you know, kind of play to the rules. And I'll be honest, they've still got loads of, they still have loads of money and they still would have bought an exceptional squad. Yeah. But, you know, that's where I think it leaves a bit of a sound take just taking more time. Yeah, the one the one thing that City have got in their favour though, in terms of like obviously Christian mentioned there, like the rules are the rules. Is I've, I I was reading something and, and listening to a, a diff, another podcast as well, and they were saying that there's there's like a time bar thing. So the charges were brought against them after 2021, but the rules had changed. And a lot of the yeah, and, and a, a lot of your, the that's what UEFA got got yeah got stuck for. I don't think I think it, it's I, think, a, I think it might it. be the same with the Premier League thing because a lot of the charges are from like 13, 14, 14, 15, that, that sort of time period. The rules came in in 2011, 12. Mm. I think I think that I think the rule I've I think the story I've read is that there isn't a time bar and there isn't oh, surprisingly there isn't an appeal process. So whatever the outcome is is the outcome, which I find yeah. really odd that there's no appeal process. There's no way appeal process for everything, but mm. let's be honest, whatever comes out of the city, we're not going to know for at least two years anyway. That seems to be yeah. the, the, the standard line. I mean, what the other guy I find funny now is, what we're talking about city is, the late story has come out and said, um, we want it dismissed because the head barrister you've got who's looking after it for the Premier League is an Arsenal fan, so we think it's wholly unfair. I'm a bit like, 
But if you've got well, nothing, think... if you've done nothing wrong, then why are you going for the barrister? Just prove you've done nothing wrong. Mm. It's it just feels a bit Donald Trump dirty tactics. You know, everyone's mm. against me. It's not. But... It's not true. It's not true. You're like. If, if, there's one, if there's one thing we know for sure from history, and this is one thing that all major court cases will tell us, it's the guy with the biggest wallet usually wins. So it's 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 Abu Dhabi versus UEFA or the Premier League, whoever they're battling yeah. against. It's who, who comes out on top is the one with the most money, isn't it, really? Yeah. You would like to think if it's a bit of four-year investigation, you've dotted your eyes and crossed your T's and made sure you've... Oh, yeah. Because you don't do... In my head, you don't do a four-year investigation and then charge someone for a fine. No, you're going no. for something bigger, and you're going for an example. Hmm. So, and look, if the proven is nothing at all, the proven or the book, yeah, it's getting chucked. Exactly. If the proven isn't, hmm. so be it. it but if the F, if they apparently have done what you wafered it, which is they haven't dotted their eyes across the T's, you're just going to look really weak, and hmm. it's just going to be open season. But it's the same with the Everton one, though, isn't it? Like Everton, this is the second year in a row Everton have had like. An accusation almost thrown at them, and they've not done anything about it again. The Royal Clubs are going to sue them, I think. If if they stay up, hmm. I think they're they're going to be sued for like three hundred million pounds hmm. for for not getting the points deduction. But also, let's, let's, Everton, they're going to get sold as well for six hundred million. So yeah, but let's let's say less to go down, and we we might we fully deserve to go down because we've been dog shit all season. Like, but we so on the pitch we deserve to but if we go down then the Premier League at the end of the season say okay Everton are going to start next season with a points deduction well us or Everton would go well hang on a minute like if you'd issued that last season then you could have um, like it would have kept one of us up or maybe even like both of us depending on if like, the way yeah. on this, in the league but but I also think with the other thing was I think the thought was they flirted with it last season and they were working with the Premier League hmm. to make sure they stayed above the FFP line and hmm. The, the t- rumor is that it's one transfer tipped over the edge, despite the, F- the FA and the Premier League already holding the hand. Hmm. So this one bit like, well, why is it up in charge there? Because yeah. they obviously were flirting with it, and they obviously knew what what line they had to stick to. If, they, if they've got over it, it's then... interesting to see if if they do anything if they go down. Because I because I believe that they're waiting. To see, are they staying up or are they going down? Because if they're going down, are the EFL can deal with these lot. We'll just listen we'll if they are. Like We've just seen Wigan have been docked four points for not paying their players' wages. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, if you look at the EFL, their FFP rules are ridiculously strict. They're mm-hmm. actually a lot stricter than the Premier League. Um, be, I think something will happen if they're found guilty. It'll either be a point deduction or to the worst thing actually have to have would be a, would be a transfer ban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing the thing with the thing with the Everton one is though, like, is that um, like it's it's really easy to dock someone points when everything's resolved. Because there's no jeopardy then, is there? Like, if you're yeah. already down, you go, okay, we'll give you 10 points deduction. It makes no odds to anyone. If Everton are just above the drop zone and then you go 10 point deduction, it changes everything. The whole financial landscape of Everton and Leicester or Leeds and Forest, whoever it is that's in that group, the even whole landscape. Man. Yeah, even, yeah, Southampton might not finish bottom of the league. And like, that's, yeah, that's, worth, I mean, that's probably, that's probably worth 100 grand. Yeah, it's it's but it's the thing like the whole landscape changes. This difference that that points deduction is the difference between staying up and going down. So if 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 they wait till the end of the season, and Leicester and like if Leeds will probably finish above us, I'm not going to lie. I think Leeds will finish 18th, us 19th. Um, but let's say that's how it finishes, and then Everton get the points deduction, they go third or second from bottom, and Leeds then are out. That changes everything. But if they wait till the end of the season, then say right, it's ten points from the start of next year. Leeds will be like, oh, hang on a minute, like. We, we've now taken massive financial jeopardy 
we've lost probably two thirds of our revenue, our incoming revenue. Like Anti. a lot of our better players have got to leave. And where's, mm. where's the justice there? Everton is still in the Premier League. They've still got a chance to reach 30, 40 points next season. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. I think, I think it's, you've got to. Yeah. The Guardian was saying it was going to get resolved before the end of the season, but that went very quiet, very, very quickly, which is a bit like, listen, this is not me pandering on Everton because it's Everton. It's just more of a, if you said you're going to get it resolved before the end of the season, get it resolved, you know. Because the other thing is, which I would think would be unfair in Everton, is imagine you get to, like, last game of the season, you just need to beat Bournemouth and you stay up and they go, oh, by the way, bang, 10 points, you're done. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, that can also have a detrimental effect as well. So, and as for Chelsea, I, actually, I think Chelsea next year, actually, are probably the ones to watch because mm. they'll have no Europe, They'll have to. They're going to shell a lot of that squad for FFP, but they won't need a big. Convinced. But you Are don't we... need a big. But you don't need a big squad. If you've only got three competitions to play for, we we've seen it with with us when we're not in Europe. You don't need a big squad, hmm. and they can just rotate with quality. He's going to have to go out, add in because he's going to need signings as well. Then obviously yeah, but... Where are Chelsea with regards to FFB? Because there's no way you're spending 600 million to well, get to sell half your team, and then I'm, you're going to spend another 600 million. It's the word, isn't it? I can't, I, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. Is it amortization, whatever it is, where they've yeah. put the contracts over like seven, eight years. So actually, on their annual accounts, the, 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 the outgoing is yeah. significantly less. Which is why they've changed the rule for next from next yeah. season. You, can, you, can't, you can't offer more than a five year, a kind of five year or six year contract mm. just to make it fairer. But they do have a, a target they've got to achieve by the end of June. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, they're in a bit of trouble. I, so. I think that process has started now. I think, I think it's in rumors of Loftus Cheek to AC Milan. Um, I... That's the thing, though. As much as we, I think they're a bit of a basket case of the club, they've got players that they'll make serious money on. They will, oh, make, yeah. you know, Loftus, Loftus Cheek will still go for a decent Loftus fee. Cheek, um, stuff with Mount. I saw Pulisic linked with um, Napoli today. Yeah. So Mendy linked with with Tottenham. Edward Mendy, the keeper. So yeah, they'll probably make 150, 200 million pounds in just getting rid of players because there's so the, many players. The really, challenge, really. the so challenge for Chelsea, the challenge Chelsea is, and they do what all clubs do. We want this money. So what's they want 70 million for Mason Mount. I don't think they're going to get... No one's going to pay 70 million for a guy for one year left of his contract. Mm-hmm. And there could be a bit of a game with Chelsea, which is... You'll be like transfer window, you wait till the end of the transfer window to see how desperate clubs get. People might wait till the end of June and go, how desperate are you to get rid of it? And that's where people might try and use Chelsea for a bit of a fire sale, which is, I know you want 25 million for Loftus Cheek, but if I hold out for another three weeks, I'll probably get it for 15. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the danger they've got to face. But let's go back to on the pitch. I mean, on the pitch, I've got City. I've put three one. I think that, but it could it could be four or five. I just City in that groove that is we've seen it plenty of times that they just don't get out of it. And Chelsea just look devoid of all confidence, belief, structure, and they're just waiting for Pochettino, who is you know let's be fair, is a very good manager. Uh, interesting how Spurs fans feel about it because I do seem to remember a lot of Chelsea fans weren't happy when Mourinho did the move. To Spurs because I think Chelsea Spurs don't aren't, don't get on, mm. so it's quite an interesting one. Potts going the other way, obviously. It's the, the infamous it's battle. The other way around. It's yeah. Chelsea getting a Tottenham man instead of Tottenham getting a Chelsea man. So, 
Mm. And Dicker's gone six six one city. That's fair enough. That's it wouldn't surprise you, would it? But what are you going for for this, Jack? I think it's probably a city comfortable win. I think we were saying off air just before we came on that like City win this weekend. They wrap it up. They'll rest. They'll, they'll do rotation squads for their remaining Premier League games, and they will focus on the FA Cup and the Champions League final. So I think I think they go strong this weekend, win the game, wrap up the title, and then focus on securing the treble. So I'd, I'd say three 0 Yeah, I think you're right. What have you got? What do you say, Luke? Sorry, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go a little bit lower, but I'm gonna go two 0 It's gonna be similar to that United game. I think it was last season when. They lost 2-0, but City just passed them off the park for like yeah, 60, 70 nah, minutes. Another, another game. And, yeah, and I believe the title is going to be won before that game because I think, obviously, my prediction later on, I think they'll be champions by the time they play Chelsea. Oh, even well. better. All 12 of them can celebrate in the stadium. Wonderful. <laughs> right, from one end of the pitch to the other end, let's talk about the Blues. Because we haven't talked about Blues for ages. We're going to have a bit of fun with this. So, Wolves, <laughs> Wolves versus Everton. Listen, Everton got the surprise result a few weeks back by uh, smashing Brighton, which keeps them a point above the relegation See, Joe, zone. Joe's still banned from, from the show, by the way. He's not made an appearance since we told him that if, if you don't beat Everton, you're not coming back on. To be fair, I don't think Joe's speaking to anybody after that result, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they play the Wolves side, who form-wise, 11th in the form, form guide, three, three wins, three losses. Everton, 15th in the form guide, one win, two draws, three losses. But, you know, you can at least see Everton are playing to a structure. Um, now, they've got some doubts, Everton, for the weekend. I think Nikolenko was a doubt. doubt uh, Calvert-Lewin's a doubt. Uh, Connor Cody can't play because he's cup, he's cup tied. But I, don't think he, I mean, he hasn't been picked since uh, Mina's been fit. I mean, I think Wolves haven't really got any major ones apart from the, the three long-term injuries. So, Jack, how are you sort of seeing this? You know, Wolves' last home game before, um, last home game before the end of the season. You know, to fit the world out of a bank. I think you, you, you'd like to hope so. Like you, you always want to send your home, like send your home fans, sort of happy over the summer. Like what happens on the last game away is is by the by. But I think when it's your last home game, you want to kind of end things on a high. Um, so, hang on. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, basically, it, it, but it's another one of those games that could go either way, couldn't it? Like Everton. Have got the ability. I mean, they showed it against us in that game. Like they showed, they showed they've got goals in them by beating Brighton five-one. I think Everton could get a result here, but I think Wolves might just have a bit too much for them. I think they're pretty sound defensively, resolute. Um, so I, I'd probably say one 0 Wolves if I was. I think that is what I've put this week. This weekend, I think I put Wolves one Everton nil. I think it's a. Honestly, I think it'll be a turgid game. I don't think it'll be a good game of football to watch, but I think Wolves just edge it, personally. Okay. Luke, how do you think they'll get on? Do you think um, Pickford will try and do another five-star frog splash instead of trying to actually save the ball? Yeah, the less we is... talk about him, um, the less we talk about him, the better, because I think he's I think he's awful, to be honest. <laughs> but um, if Calvert-Lewin starts for Everton, then they, I'd back them to, to, to win, because... The difference when he's playing to when he's not playing is I mean, the light and day. I mean, to be fair, you know, most players look a step up to Mopay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go 2 0 Wolves. I just I just really need everything to go down. It's the only thing that's going to make this season feel any sort of bit 
Oh, oh mate, you're, you're so depressing. Honestly, yeah, I'm not so depressing. We've been uh, Everton going down would be perfect. We'll put a nice cherry on top of. Oh, and, mate, if you if you think yeah. finishing fifth like the worst thing ever, God, God help me. Good to be through the nineties. Jesus, wept. That that was an experience and a half. I watched them in the early 2010s. They were, you know, they, those rubber nights were. Oh, the nineties were. I like listening. I like listening to you guys complain about poor seasons in the Premier League. That's what I mean. It's it's comparable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the nineties was yeah. when Liverpool were just tur- turgid and just seventh all the time. I still believe that Everton were. are going to go down. I still believe that, but yet again, like you see Leeds, oh, they're even worse. <laughs> I, I can't even be so confident that Everton are going to go down because Leeds are just 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 worse. Yeah, so, yeah but I hope I've yeah, got Wolves to get the win. I've got a tight two on Wolves because I, I, but I do think it's one of those games that'll be like last of match of day. It'd be absolutely atrocious, which mm. nobody want to watch. It wouldn't What's surprise it? you if it finished no no, and that plays oh, right. Into, yeah. that, but that plays right. That plays right into Everton's hands. I think Everton yeah. has to snap your hands yeah. off for a no no. Everton now would just do not lose. And yeah. That's all. That's all they need because I yeah. think if yeah, you gave Everton these results and then they stay up. Well, if they if they finish if they if it finishes one uh, if they get a draw they go four points ahead of Leicester. Which means that pretty much rules us out because that means we have to get two wins without them picking up another with without them picking up another point basically. And realistically, um, Leeds is on lead. Well, let's do the quick fire on now because yeah, uh, yeah. next one is you know let's talk, let's do the Leeds one first. Uh, Leeds have got their game against West Ham. Also, if Leeds have to win this because I think the last their last game horrendous. So oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't see them doing anything in that game. So I think this hey, is a chance. Are on the beach, so you never know. That could be one of the. Yeah, well, I don't think, but as Jack said, it could be Kane's think, last game for Tottenham. I also don't don't think Tottenham are on the beach. I think actually the way they've gone this season, they've they've pretty much been caught by the waves and washed right out to sea. I think if they didn't have Kane, they'd be exactly where Chelsea are this season. They've they've oh, actually been, been worse. They've, they've actually been, been awful. Yeah, that's. What I mean, they, they Kane has been. I I think Kane has been as important for Spurs as Haaland's been for City. The difference is that. City, Harlan's in a world class team, and Kane's in a team that just doesn't care. Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous. They would they would not be even in within a sniff of European football if not for Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, it, this we and Jack was always off air. This, the West Ham could be a funny one because they only they played Thursday night, got to a European final, you know, which is a, which is a big thing. So there's the euphoria of that and how much that takes out of you. There's also the, the ridiculousness that happened. After the game, where players getting involved in, he said, he said, ultras trying to attack, trying to attack families. Yeah, um, you see that West Ham fan. So as the ultras are climbing up, there's like a West Ham fan that's literally taking on all of them. Just always oh, keeping throwing... the gate shut to protect families. Yeah. And all that. But yeah, thinking... throwing punches, and I think um, Ariola put legend and and just the West Ham fan just throwing, just throwing some hands. You get him in the U- well, UFC. He was throwing some knockout yeah. blows. But that, this is where you want UEFA to show a bit of bollocks now and go like, mm. well, that should be AZ banned. Mm. It, it, wouldn't surpri- it wouldn't surprise you if UEFA banned the West Ham players for getting involved. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly the sort of thing they'll do. Yeah, yeah. How dare you attack fans mm. who are attacking your family? That, that, yeah. Here's an UEFA, stat. David Moyes is the first British manager to get to a European Cup final since Sir Alex Ferguson against Barcelona in 2011. I was about to, I thought you said Roy Hodgson with Fulham. Not, I know, I know he's at Everton, but as the neutral, like I feel like David Moyes is kind of vindicated with this because you know after his time at Sunderland, everyone was saying he was complete dog shit. But actually, 
he's not had the best domestic season with West Ham, but his time at West Ham, he's shown he's a top manager, I think. He's done well in Europe. This is the first time he's properly done something in Europe. Listen, get West yeah. Ham to a European final. It's a big deal. Yeah. I don't yeah. be able to say it's the conference final, but listen, it's still a European final. Right, I'd, I'd, have taken it last, I'd, have, I'd have taken it all day last season. If yeah. we'd have got to, I'd, I'd have been buzzing off that, you know. European trophy is European trophy, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, who, who did they get? Oh, who did they get in the final? Um, uh, Florentina. Florentina. So it's, it's a glamour tie as well. You know, Florentina is a, a big oh, yeah. Not to go too off topic, but the Europa League, semi, the Europa League final is an incredible watch. It's Roy, royalty in Sevilla versus Mourinho's. Uh, Both of them got hundred percent win records in European Cup finals. Yeah. Someone's always got to go. Yeah. And again, Mourinho's going to try and set up a record. Wins the conference last year qualified for the Europa League and trying to win the Europa League this year. I mean, if he gets the Champions League, fair play. Fair play to him. I think there's two players that could potentially win the Conference League, Europa League and Champions League. Tammy Abraham with Roma if he wins the Europa Mm. League. And then Mkhitaryan if he wins the Champions League with Inter. They would have been the only two players to complete the set. Yeah, which is a unique thing. Anyway, let's go back to scores. I've got 2-1 leads. Bold. I've got two one leads because West Ham, like the images. I, I'm, going, I'm going with the, I'm going with it taking too much out of them. But yeah, as Jack rightly said, it was off air. It could also just be the euphoria thing of like this is your all of you play this game, the ones who are going to play in the final, and we're going to rest everyone after that. So yeah. this could be people playing for places as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, can, okay. I, I I can see this being no no as well. Weirdly enough, I think you've got Leeds with the worst, arguably <laughs> one of the worst you finishes. Me in... down earlier, Chris, but this I'm... guy's doing nil nils. I am I am realistic. I have been pessimistic all season. Give me the realism for a change, please. Come on, mate. He's still recovering from Monday. We're not. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> Fed up of seeing teams leaking goals. I like to see sturdy defenses from now on. Thank you very much. Uh, no, to be fair, I think I, I think. I'll be honest, I think there is going to be goals in it because I think Leeds can't defend for Toffee even with oh, Alan Dyson. Yeah, and West Ham could, any West Ham could turn up. So I, do you know what? I'll go 2 2. Draw, but yeah. I'll say goals 2 2. The one condition, though, is there's 2 1 is if they get a penalty, do not get pampered anyway. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Oh, my. I'll God. be honest, if Leeds go down, Bamford's in for a lot of trouble because he's pampered yeah, some big points. Quickest flight out of the UK and get his agent um, to transfer him abroad. Anyway, sticking with Sunday games, Brighton versus Southampton, um, which I did hear. I did hear. I was on a podcast, and they said like, "Oh, South Coast derby," and he goes, "This guy went. Do you know us and Southampton is like as close as Liverpool is to Birmingham?" He went, hmm. "Oh yeah, it's actually not as close as you think." Yeah. <laughs> they actually don't care about each other, to be honest. Um, I think Brighton will bounce back um, because they're at home, and Southampton are just turd. They've been like that all season, um, so I just yeah, think when two, you sign the academy. Kids from Manchester City. <laughs> it's good. Uh, you say that, but Lavia has been outstanding. Isn't yeah, he? He, he's, he's, he'll be <laughs> in the Premier League season. Window, well. I think the only player that had like any sort of Premier League experience was Maitland Niles with like eighty-seven Premier League appearances. The rest mm. of them zero. There was like no I think experience. The, I think the youngsters done quite well. Something. I think it's the experienced heads that let them down. Mm. Yeah, yeah but, like. Yeah, some of the like, I think even War Prowse, like as good as he is, he scored a couple of bangers again this season. But generally, his performances have been way off it for him as well. Like, and maybe maybe his his. I mean, I still think he cares about the club because he's a fan. But I think they got a few players that will probably still be in the league next season. I think like Carl Walker Peters, Ward Prowse, um, Lavia, like other than that, uh, that team's gonna get gutted. I think. I think any. I, don't know, I, I think, think. I think there's quite a few. There's quite a few. I think Bella Cotter will probably get a move as well. 
I think Salisu might get me. Salisu, Walker Peters. I think I saw links to Bazunu to Spurs. Yeah, he's um, been crap this year. I'm not going to lie. He hasn't been good. Bazunu oh. hasn't. I think he went from League One straight to the Premier League. Like there was no championship points. Maybe him staying might actually help him out. He's a young keeper. He's also a young keeper, and it takes a while for young keepers Hmm. to adapt. We look Leeds had that with Melier. It takes you a while to you know find your feet and all that. Hmm. Right, we'll we'll rattle through these quick fire ones now. Tottenham versus Brentford. I've gone two one Spurs. Jack. Two two ones. I, I'd probably say the same, but I'll be different just to be different. I would say two 0 Spurs because they've lost Tony now, aren't they, Brentford? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they've got a bigger fan than you. I think you've got a bigger fan than Tony. I don't know. We'll come to that, uh, Luke. Um, three one Spurs. Three one Spurs. Oh, Bronx got two one Brentford. There we go. Mm. So who's after that? Um, I'll stick with you, Luke. Bournemouth versus Manchester United. One more. One more, Jack. Uh, I'll probably go 1-0 United. I think Bournemouth could upset them, but I just... Luke, stop pulling faces at me, all right? I got invited on here to, to share my footballing insight, all right? I'm yeah, going to do I'm it. Any little hope I have. Well, there's two, there's two things. One, Luke can't help his face. That's just how it looks. <laughs> and two, Kevin invited you and he's not coming. He's not even turned up. Yeah, he was in the chat earlier, to be fair. He was. <laughs> he's gone to bed now. He's texting me. He's gone to bed. He's gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake's gone 1-0 Bournemouth. David's gone 3-1. I'm assuming that's Bournemouth, but you never know. Uh, I've got 2-1 Bournemouth. I fancy Bournemouth at home, yes. but, I, but I do think United will get the, the points they need in their two home games. So, just before everyone thinks I've gone mental, I do think <laughs> they'll do it. Just I think they'll do it in the home games. Um, and Dick has put odds on Tony as an appearing. You might be right there with that one. Uh, Fulham versus Palace. I've gone for a, a two-two high-scoring game because I think both sides are safe, and actually both sides are quite uh, actually quite ten, which I never thought I'd say under Roy Hodgson, but it's true. Three all. What have you got for Luke? Three all. Three all. Wow. I was. I, I think I said three-one Fulham. There you go. We all think high-scoring then. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're going to I never offered Zaha two hundred grand a week to stay. He said no, didn't he? Yeah. Well, apparently he's considering it. He should snap but his hands off. No one's paying him say brand. No, but unless he goes Saudi Arabia somewhere. Yeah, or is it? Maybe that's what he. Maybe he might be looking at a Roma move or a Fiorentina move. Where he goes Europa League, Europa Conference football. Maybe he wants to try to football. I think. So. What even? But I think a lot of. I think in Europe though, I know it's very poo-pooed in England, but a lot of Italian clubs, as well, they go big for the European clubs, don't they? And they make it mm. an experience. So we just seem to turn away the Europa League, Conference League, well, apart from West Ham this season. And it's, it's a bit of snobbery. I'm thinking, trophy's a trophy. Mm. I'm a bit like that. If you've if you if you got a chance of winning, you may as well go for it, even if it's not your priority. That's what you should you know, do. On, on that, when, when Leicester were in League One, I was gutted that we didn't win the Johnson Spade trophy. Because I was like, it's, I mean, I don't even know what it's called now. Is it? It's the Checker Trade trophy. That's it, uh, the pizza cup. Um, but like, I, I was good if we didn't win that because I was like, it's it's a trophy. Like you're in it, you want to try and win it. And we were the best team in those two leagues that season, and we, we didn't win it. So hmm. that's why I was made it with Liverpool in the World Club Championships because it's just like well, we have oh. it's the one cup we haven't won. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. I've seen the club do something for a first. Mm. Nothing often you do that, so enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, last quick fire one: Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal. I think we all know what Luke's going. So we'll save the suspense. I've gone two one Arsenal. Uh, Jack, what have you got? I should put a handful. Sorry, um, <laughs> I think I think Arsenal will stay in it. I think the league will be won at City, not not at the City ground. Um, so 
I, I think Arsenal. I think it'd be a really close game. I'm going to go two one Arsenal. Cool. Luke, I'm I'm going two one Nottingham Forest because they need <laughs> a point or a win to guarantee safety, and and, and their home form has been very. I'd say very good in terms of being in the bottom half yeah. of the table. They've got some big and, scouts um, at home. I think, mm. I think Arsenal, I think they're pretty much... They've got nothing else to play for. They're not going to win the league. They've got nothing else to play for. So mm. I'm just mm. going to fancy Nottingham Forest to, to get the job done. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, right, let's... Next one. Newcastle are playing... Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing Leicester, aren't they? That's why you're on. There we go. Yeah. So we were gonna have you we were gonna have you on, but he decided he decided to, he's too busy he'd be too busy laughing at us a lot, so he's he saved us all that blessing. Um they were really impressive against Brighton, let's be honest. 2-0 up, two I thought Brighton should have got it to two two. They had chances, but then two thirds in Newcastle, 90 minutes, they were just ruthless on the break and two mm. quick fire goals. They were deserved of the win. Um they are third in the form guide, as we were saying, Jack. It feels like they've had a wobble, but they are third in the form guide, which is mm. four wins, one draw, one loss. I think the surprising thing about Newcastle was they've just started conceding goals, which they weren't doing before, but they've got Wilson in form, 18 goals so far, and not to rub it in, but you guys were... I watched loads of Leicester yet. I couldn't believe how much of a shambles you were against us. As good as we were, I don't think we had to go into too much gear, and I couldn't believe how many senior players... Tielemans being the obvious example, does not move. He doesn't run. He doesn't turn around. He just lets it run past him and go, that'll that'll be done. That'll be me done for the Yeah. I think honestly, I've 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 been over us so much this week. Like we did our own like relegation session and stuff. Like everyone's got been talking about it and just it's just poor. Like, I mean, not being funny, you guys really didn't have to get out of second gear on Monday and you still you still completely like just come like tore us apart, really. I said, like I said, I said to you off air as well, didn't I? Like, it, if you really turned it on, it, it it could have been a six or seven. Like we were, we were done in that second half. And I was watching Newcastle last night, and like I, I think honestly, Chris, when you said there, like Brighton could have got about two two, that would have been quite generous because first half Newcastle mm. were absolutely relentless. They were all over Brighton. This is a team that plays out from the back and are confident, they're composed, and Newcastle were robbing the ball off them in their own box and really. If not for some really wayward finishing by Almiron Joe Linton, like it could have been four or five at half time. And I'm watching that, I get like I'm watching Newcastle do that against a team that plays really good football and can play out from the back. And I'm thinking, we're going to try and play out from the back on Monday night. And we can't play out from the back. We have not got players who can do it. You saw that. We, we played ourselves into trouble quite a lot on Monday doing that. We, we could be in a, a world of trouble on Monday night. But you know, the hope is that we're relegated, but the hope is that we're relegated by then and the result won't matter. I'm not even going to watch. I'm going to play five aside instead. Uh, my mate was like, we need a body. Do you want to come? I was like, yes, because I'd rather like, it's just, I'm, I'm at that point with it. Like where I, I'm obviously I've, I'm going to renew my season ticket for next year again, but I've just, as far as this season's concerned, I, I've, I've just kind of, I've just kind of checked out with Leicester to be fair. Like, it is what it is. Um, if if we can, if we pull a result out of the bag on Monday, then it makes the last day interesting. But I honestly don't think we're even going to score another goal this season. So I, I cannot see this going any other way than Newcastle winning very very comfortably. I think it could quite easily be a, a four five sixer, easy. There you go, Luke. So you, 
That'll cheer you up, won't it? Uh, I mean, the only thing, the only slight hope I can give for Leicester, and it's like, is there are a few niggly doubts for Newcastle. Um, Longstaff is still not back from his ankle. Jim Murphy's a doubt. Joel is a doubt. Trippy is a doubt. Hmm. I think Willick's done for the season. Oh, that, yeah. That, 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 that looked like a snapped hamstring if hmm. ever you've seen one in the second half when you see someone stop that that abruptly. So, but I kind of feel Newcastle, it's only a few games to go. I think you can kind of you can gut this out and find ways around it. Um, Even if Newcastle draw the next couple of games, they'll get Champions League football. Yeah. I think they'll just limp over the line. I sort of I've got I've got a, in my head it's three 0 Newcastle. I just don't see I just don't see them not not winning. I, I think Newcastle got the chance on Monday night to all but wrap up top four. I think if they win on, on Tuesday, like it yeah, I think if, it pretty, pretty much wraps win, up for them. It. Because they'll be on yeah. seventy yeah. points, so. and and they are playing against the perfect team to do that. Because as you guys saw on Monday, we're just done. Like there's, and this is why, like I've, I've been on so many rants about it and been so vocal about it, is that this is a this Leicester team is like we we've had some shocking sides. I've I've watched us, I've watched some awful Leicester teams in my life. I've watched the worst Leicester team in my life, the one that was in League One. Like, but those those teams, they had heart, and like they weren't good players a lot of them, but they had heart and they had passion. This team, like. They're, they're arguably the best team as individuals that we've ever had. Like a lot of these players are better than some of the players that were in the title winning side as, as actual technical footballers. But the one thing that those players had that these lot don't and is is was was heart and passion and drive and commitment. And these lot have just gone, yeah, we're done. Like we're gonna go, we're going elsewhere. Like I, I'm. This is something that I found out over the weekend. Like one somebody in our family is is in the Leicester under twenty threes, and they they told us over the weekend that most of the players have already got contract offers sewed up and signed up for next season anyway from other clubs. They just, Leicester just haven't accepted the bids yet because they don't know what league they're going to be and that affects the value yeah. we're going to get for them. But all of them have got contract offers on the table. You're going to have to tell us afterwards who, who's uh, who's going. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, well, I, I don't know all of them, but I, I mean, we can all assume who the obvious ones are. But... Danny Ward. Danny Ward. <laughs> I would, I would, I would drive him. I would drive him to. Any, I would drive him to any club, and pay some, pay some of that transfer fee myself. Honestly, I don't think Rex would take Danny Ward at the moment. No, no. I mean to be fair, I think Ben Foster. Foster to sign a new deal. To be fair, Ben Foster's probably a better keeper. <laughs> probably he is. is. Even coming out of retirement, Luke. <laughs> I mean, do you see any sort of any sort of surprise upset? I, I can't see it myself. I just think it'd be. I just think it'll be a routine one. I, I actually don't see Newcastle getting out of second game. Yeah, I think it's going to be 2-0. 2-0. <laughs> I think the injuries that Newcastle have have picked up in the last game could make it interesting, but I, I can't see it, to be honest. But yeah, I think Newcastle are going to all but wrap up Champions League football and they deserve it. Hmm. They they deserve it if they get top four this season. Listen, where you finish, where you finish. So, you know, no, yeah. no point moaning about it. That, yeah. I sort of made peace with the whole Champions League thing. If we make it grand, if we don't, use your league what it is, which is it's a chance to win a trophy and it's the perfect opportunity. tickets ready for Dublin. That, yeah. That's what I'm doing. But it's also the perfect opportunity to blood in the likes of your Ramseys, your Carvalhos, your Joneses, your Elliots. Tyler Mortons. Tyler Morton. I don't think Tyler Morton will be here. I think he's going. Yeah. Um, but also the likes of Gomez, who I think Gomez is one of his biggest issues is when he, when he looks trite, is... He plays one week and he'll see him for six weeks. Kelleher. It's a reason to keep Kelleher over here because you just say you'll play Europa League football so we can guarantee you that many games plus the cup games. But at least when they get dropped in, you can then go, 
well, they're not rusty because they're in. That, that's the way you use it. To be fair, that's how Arsenal used to do Europa League this year, just to keep mm-hmm. certain players ticking over. And yeah. then you're going to sort of book the bigger names in if you, if you get through to the knockout stages. That's how you should use it. But let's go on to Liverpool then. So Liverpool, second in the form guide for the last six games, uh, only behind City on goal difference. Um, third in the form guide for home form at the moment, uh, five wins, one draw. But they're playing Villa side, who are four from the form guys, three wins, one draw, two losses. And since Unai Emery took over, only Liverpool, Arsenal and uh, City have gained more points. You know, they just look a transformed side uh, with him in there and a Coutinho not in the squad. Who'd have thought, eh? <laughs> uh, and they're, and they're away and they're, they're away from it. Decent that this is a difficult game. You know, they're a good, they're a really good side. They've got no Coutinho. I think. I think Chambers is a is a doubt with illness, but he's not a regular for them at the back. In terms of Liverpool, uh, all the long term injuries are still out. Nunes is out with a tendon injury in his toe, so he might be back for Southampton, but I don't think he'd have started anyway. Because I, yeah. I, I think I think his time for starters could be next season when they sort of revamp a few things. Bobby should be in the squad, which is good. Uh, I don't think Cater will be in the squad. I don't think you'll see Chamberlain. Chamber- I actually don't even think Chamberlain's injured. I think... I think him and Cater have basically been told you're not playing again this season. You can... I think you've Ch- sorted out. I think Chamberlain's more of a human thing from Klopp, which is like, I don't want to play you. You rip your hamstring again and you've got no club. So I think it's just protecting the player now. Just like, get yourself fit, get yourself ready, get yourself ready for your next club. Which... It's probably the right thing to. Kate is just. I think he's injured, and I just think he's not in clock. I don't think he's injured. So, so I, don't, I just I think just he doesn't want him. That he's been told. Yeah, you're not playing again. So I think we'll just say that you're injured, but I don't. I would say injured. I would say if Kurt Jones hadn't been in the form he's in. If Kate was fit, I think that he'd have got a few more minutes. But to be fair, Jones just took his chance and deserves deserves what he is. So Absolutely. we can, you know, we've got to give him his give him his credit there. Um, I'm saying, yeah, what we said before, you know, the form they've got is ridiculous. And look, they look brilliant because they get everything around. Ollie Watkins, McGinn's gone back up a level. Jacob Ramsey's ridiculously good. And, you know, Concert, I think, is an excellent centre-back. And I think the full-backs are decent. And they've got a keeper who's both crazy and brilliant, which is probably Chelsea as well. (laughs) And he's still with Chelsea as well. But I think Chelsea have been like about seven keepers. So, you know, right. Thoughts on a two-match ban? Let's ask Jack. Let's ask him neutral because we, we all we all get stuck in our Liverpool bubble. And we can all talk into it. I'll say that. I'll say that now. I've no real issue with the ban because look, if you accuse the official and they don't like it, or you shout in an official's face, you are going to get a ban. Yeah. The bit I'm waiting for is the PGML said they could prove what Klopp said was completely untrue. We've got we've got the audio. We want Klopp to confirm it. Well, if you want, if you've got proof. Play the audio. We know you've got it because we've mm-hmm. we've seen it on Sky, Sky Sports. So play the audio. That's the that's the only bit of non-clarity I want to hear is just play the audio. But look, Klopp knew it, well, it's, it's only a one game ban, is it? Because the other game's suspended if he ever does anything again. Probably end of next season, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but Jack, what was your take on it? Do you know, do you know what? Do you know what my issue with it is it's 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 not it's really naive from Klopp because. He didn't need to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it was completely pointless of him to do. Like I, I get that he's frustrated in the game. Like 
thing he feels like things have gone against him he feels like the situation is is what it is and he, he's he's acted, reacted very emotionally and that's what Klopp does it's why i imagine you all love him as much as you do is because he's he wears his heart on his sleeve and he's 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 brilliant at what he does tactically and improving players but he, he's also passionate and it's kind of what you want to see from your manager and i just i just think that it was just completely unnecessary he didn't need to do it and he's really kind of only got himself to blame like but the the, the thing i have about it is that i i feel like managers are often held to a higher standard than players are in terms of the fact that how many times you see a manager barking at the referee and the referee will go straight over and give him a yellow card or send him well, off straight away. Players, five of them all around him all at the same time. Like, yeah. I, I just think that's unfair. I think if, like, how many, like, the Mitrovic one, like, if you compare the two, he got an eight-match ban and it's just, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where, like, I, th- I feel like he's a passionate guy. He he's He's made a mistake. He's overstepped the mark. So, therefore, the ban is... It's fine. I'm. I, I like. I'm saying as Chris. Like, accept it. It's not what they. Sh- it's not what he should be doing. But it has to be a more equal thing. If he's going to do that to a manager, players have got to be held accountable for it. Other coaching staff have got to be held accountable for it, and and they're not. We see it far too often. And but the frustration the consist- is the consistency is not there, is it? No, that is consistent there because the frustration is. Listen, you know he's got Arsenal second, but we've seen Arteta. Arteta. Mm-hmm. Shouts, rants, raves, sarcastic applause. Pep's done the same. Pep's done the same. You know, no one talks about when Klopp got his ban for running down the touchline, screaming in the official's face. He got one game ban for that. Fine. You know, but what they don't highlight is the same referee, a horrendous refereeing decision where you see Salah get suplexed onto the floor and he gives a free kick against Salah, which you're like, for God's sake. And then when Pep doesn't get a penalty... He runs off screen twice, twice, twice. No, I was about to say the twice, 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 twice. Yeah, twice yeah. You're going like, there's well, no difference, you know. There's, as, there's... as Dicko, and Dicko says, Newcastle's assistant manager, which, by the way, that Twitter account for him is unreal. It's so funny. I can't remember it is. It's it's Tindall. Uh, J- Jason Tindall being the centre of attention. I, it's just pictures yeah. of Jason every game. It's the funniest thing I've followed for ages. I don't even care about Newcastle. I just follow that. It's outrageous. But you know what I mean? That's what I'm like. Hmm. If you're going to give Klopp a ban for that, so be it. But others have done it and you just yeah. sort of let them off. Well, the other, the, the, the other ones, that other gif, you know, when Mourinho sat on the uh, chair and he's like laughing and then he drinks and then he the decision goes against him and he, he stands up and he throws it and he runs it. But that's, <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. but that's another prime example of, like you say, the consistency. Like, it's it's the same thing. It's getting in the fourth. Like, the fourth official ain't made half of decisions. He just stands there and has to take the... Like, he's... It's that's most the, most sports officials just want ear earpods, like well, air, airpods or whatever, just listening to their own music whilst the managers bark at them in their ears because they don't do anything half the time. They don't make decisions or anything, so it's not their responsibility to. But they're the ones who have to get it in. I mean, in apparently, apparently, Liverpool have wrote to the FA, uh, FA and Premier League asking for an explanation on the inconsistencies against Salah. Mm-hmm. Listen, they can do it, but nothing's going to well, happen. Nothing will happen. But yeah, again, nothing Arsenal did get a referee sacked this season so you might as well try it. you never know what happens yeah but he's been crying out for his p45 for a few years as mason and he's been a yeah about half a <laughs> yard off the pace for a long time yeah. i mean i think the other thing is i think i think club blue because it's paul tierney and listen mm-hmm. he paul tierney doesn't particularly care for little Klopp doesn't care for him well, and he's refereed us the most this year which i do yeah. find bizarre you think like 
after the last falling out that happened with him, you think like, there's a, there is that element of going like drama though. Would you not keep? Yeah, maybe it's a drama. But he's like, would you not just, like keep it away? Well, every, every club's got one of those refs, don't they? Like ours, ours is Craig Porson. I don't know if you remember. He's dreadful as well. But he's the first, the first, the first season that we got with the first season we when we got promoted 14-15, you know, we drew 2-2 at Anfield and Nugent scored that like worldy like, mm. bicycle kickoff major box. But the penalty you got in that, Morgan sli- slides in and the ball, it's him square in the face. Like his arms weren't even up, but it's him square in the face and goes out for a corner and he gave a penalty. Like, and ever since, ever since, well, you know, but <laughs> ever, 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 ever since then, like Paulson's just been that one referee that whenever he referees Leicester, there's a really famous uh, video of Schmeichel. So we used to do a tunnel cam and after the game, they used to bring out the tunnel cam and there's one they had to cut because Schmeichel comes out of the changing room and Paulson's there waiting. It's at half time. And he goes, oh, just waiting for you to give us a cheap yellow card in the second half. And he's like, what? And he goes, just waiting for you to give us a cheap yellow card. And he starts like mouthing off back at Schmeichel. And you're like, you can tell that the players have already got him rattled even before he goes out. The fact that he's had to go back at him, like he didn't laugh it off. Yeah. He like, had to go back at him. You're like, and well, they, had what... to mute, they had to mute it. So the, the that... you couldn't hear what he said yeah. back. And it's just... Well, I think this it's... is where there's, there's confusion is. Um, so Klopp screams in the fourth official's face. Hmm. Which obviously VR pick it up and say like, you know, we'll just check it to make sure if it's a red card. If it's, obviously, if it, if he's gone too far, mark and they've they've gone back to him and said, look, he has screamed in his face, but it's not hmm. a, it's an over, it's an overtop celebration. It's not a hmm. aggression. He's not. So Do he goes and gives the yellow card, but it's the the manner in which he says it goes. You're lucky to the it's hmm. along the lines of you're fortunate. Yeah. The official said it's only yellow because it might have hmm. been a red. It, I had a, like it could have been a red. You're going. You don't need to phrase it like just give me yellow. You could do don't. that for it. You could do that for anything you give a yellow card for. Like, you know, yeah. like if somebody makes a foul and you go, Oh, if you'd caught him a little bit higher, that could have been a red. Like just just yeah. keep your mouth shut, do your job, don't patronize him, just give him a yellow or a red and go back and get on with the game. Like it's yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I still look like when he got sent and I give him the I give him the V's and walked off, which is the funniest thing <laughs> I've seen. Because to be honest, let's be fair, no, as a fan, we'd all have done that. We've gone, ah, the, the best off. the best the best one is still Wenger standing on top of the like the dugout at yeah, Man because, United being like, because, where am I supposed to go? Yeah, yeah, that's the best one. Like, that'll always be iconic. So, so listen, like, concern no clock on the sidelines. I mean, he's done it already. Uh, it was Southampton at home, but you know, the other it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna mm. be quite a low scoring game. I've I've got one 0 Liverpool. It's gonna be a really oh. tough game. New, uh, not Newcastle. Villa are gonna have their chances, and it's gonna be another Allison masterclass like he's done all season long. So, 1-0 Liverpool, Salah penalty. Jack, how are you seeing it? Do you know what? I think, I know you're on an incredible run of form at the moment, but I think if there's one game you could slip up, it'd be this one. I don't think you will, because I think you, you're just, you're hitting such a run of momentum. Like I said, Monday night, you didn't have to do anything and you won easily. And I, I think, I know that's against us and Villa are a completely different animal, but I just think momentum it's such a big thing in football. Like, if you lose momentum, it's so hard to grasp it back. Like, you guys quadruple last, like nearly on a quadruple last season, and it took you over half a season to get back to that form. And now you are back in that form that you were showing last season. It's so hard to get it back. It takes such a long time. And now you've got it. I think you'll carry it on. It will be a tough game. It will be close. That Villa will have chances because I still think you're a little bit susceptible at the back. So I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two one. I'm gonna go two one. Okay. Um... Cool. Oh, Luke, who's you got? You said Salah wasn't it, your goal scorer? Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm gonna go three one. Watkins will score for them. 
because he always scores against us. Um, Salah, Gakpo, and I think Bobby comes off to get the third. I think that's his, this is going to be his little farewell moment. One of Bobby, it was, I was talking to Bobby or a Milner penalty, but I think Firmino might go off the bench and get a third. Yeah. So, cool. So, quickly talk about the lineup and then we'll talk about uh, the players that are leaving. So, I think the only question from the side that played against Leicester is if it was me, I would start Jota if he's fit over Diaz. I just felt Diaz looked just a little bit off it. Yeah. Which is understandable because he's coming back from a very long term knee injury. But you know what? Putting Diaz on the last half an hour with that pace mm. would scare the shit out of most sides. And actually, oh, he's probably up against Ashley Young. That so that side, may, that's that's probably the best time to put him on is against an, an aging winger. So. And that's what I think. So that, that, for me, I'd only make one change, which would be jostling for Diaz. Other than that, I'd Agreed. lose the rest of it. It's not broke. Don't fix it. Apart cool. from that one position. Uh, yep. Jake's asking, if we get a penalty and Bobby is on the pitch, do we think he takes it? If we're winning. I think he you takes it if it's not. if it's 2-1 a minute to go or if we're 3-0 up. I think if it's 0-0-1 or 0-0, I think then it's either Summer or Milner take it. That, that's how I see it. But it'd be nice if Bobby scored his last game. So, right. So, four players definitely leaving. The club announced it this week. So, yep. Oxford Chamberlain, Cater, Firmino, and Milner. Klopp uh, went to great lengths to make sure Cater and Ox aren't forgotten. You know, because listen, have they had as big an have they had as big an impact as the other? No, they haven't. But if we talk about Chamberlain, I think people forget up until the the knee injury, Roma against Roma. Yeah, he was. What we needed in midfield, the dynamic midfielder running from deep, shot from distance. Probably haven't really got anyone. I since still remember him. being in the pub watching that game with my girlfriend, who's now my fiance, watching that game. The atmosphere in that pub was insane yeah. when Oxley Chamberlain scored that goal. It's just unfortunate a lad whose body's let him down, but he did get himself fit for the title winning season, where you know that middle period he does play games and does score big goals for us. Helped us even last year. And it helps even last year more than playing the wing, probably not playing the position he wants. Comes across as a nice lad. I think he's very well liked in the squad. He's just a force one of those players. His body lets him down. And if I'm honest, Cater will go down as, a, as one of those in my head, a what if players in. He had brilliant moments. And, and the one I can think of is semi final against City, FA Cup. He Palace was out with outstanding, the Palace Volley. To be That's fair to him, way. the League Cup final, where he literally on 10 minutes' notice, Tiago's done, you're on. Yeah. You know, so he has 10 minutes to warm up, get on, and he does really well against Ngolo Kante, who is a ridiculous player. But he also has just, he just has some really big lows, hooked that, hooked before half time at Real Madrid. His last game at his Palace just didn't go for him. I think some of that is, in, I think some of that is injuries. You know, I do wonder if maybe in but hindsight. Not a little bit in the Champions yeah. League final where he didn't get the call. Yeah. And if, if it's fair to him, last year when we were going for four trophies, um, it, he was one of the four that played regularly. He, I think he made like 40 appearances yeah. last, last season, which is the most he's made. Uh, if you look at hindsight, he must you, you could have been a bit disappointed. The Champions League final thinking, well, only Henderson was fit out of that midfield three. Tiago was nursing an Achilles injury, and Fabinho didn't play for a month with a hamstring injury, so yeah. you could understand it. So, and then we've got the other end of the spectrum, we've got Milner and Bobby who have played the most games for Liverpool under clock, you know. Yeah. Bobby's top, Middlesbrough's second or the way around. I think the next one below that is Salah, then it's Henderson. And listen, they've both done brilliant things to Liverpool. 
I think Milner, it gets overstated. I think it's understated his quality. And people go, oh, he's a leader. He's a. He's I think a, it's more off the pitch rather than. Yeah, but I think on the I think on the pitch gets underplayed a lot. You know, big penalties. Sorry, Jack, the one against Leicester in the title winning yeah. season. No, you're right. You know, people forget. You know, it's his cross for the Lovren winner against Dortmund. You know, he had to go play a year at left back. Yes. Um, four nil against four nil against Barcelona. We go. Oh, we've got injuries. You have to play left back against Messi. All the best. Does really well. And then for me, you no. Know, I love Bobby because he's the perfect mix of silky skill and works his bollocks off. Yeah. Did he score enough goals? Probably not. But he scored big goals and spectacular goals. My favourite goal was um, in lockdown against Spurs. Tim Show was like, "Ah, oh, I can't really see anyone get, get getting ahead to this." Cross comes in, Firmino scores a header, and it's like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah, that was great. Just... So, so one of my favorite Fabinho memories, like, is was actually against us. You remember in the lockdown game where we beat you three one, and Allison and um, Kabak like had that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But his assist for Salah's goal, yeah, you know, and he did like the almost like the Zidane turn, but just stopped halfway through and just laid it off for Salah, and he just guided it into the corner. It's just that's that's Fabinho, Fabinho in a nutshell for me. Like he's a, a, wor- a workhorse, yeah. but also yeah. such, a, but a Brazilian footballer at the same time. Yeah, but he was flair with substance. I've seen yeah, lots of players yeah, yeah. if you do, do all the Firmino that flicks and tricks. Villarreal just left Soldado. Oh yeah, I was oh. at that. I was lucky to be out that game. He's just ridiculous. But he's also a player. Plays a smile on his face, and you yeah. just can't help it. But I mean, me and Gav I've said it. Seen him like moan or or complain. Yes. Nothing in the media about him being being unhappy, fallouts at all. But no, he's 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 done. I mean, the seven 0 when he came on. Being oh. in the ground, you could feel it in the ground. You could, they're all like, just want Bobby to score. Just mm. and having that moment, that was the biggest. Like, you, you generally thought it was like the Spurs last minute winner. It's one of the biggest lift offs because everyone knows he's going, but he's so yeah. likable. I do think for all four, they're leaving at the right time. I think it's the right time for all four of them to leave, but it's still sad to see them go. But Jack, look, we, we always get stuck in our little bubble. No, I But outside looking in, what's your sort of take on those four players? You know. How have you sort of seen them? I'll start with I'll start with Chamberlain because I think he's the one that, as an outsider, you look at and go, it's an absolute waste of unbelievable potential. And it's not his fault that like, injuries completely ruined him. Like I'm, it's not, it's not like it's not like players like Deli Ali who like it's their kind of mental. And Deli Ali is obviously going through clearly going through a lot of stuff himself. And I don't want to dig him out too much, but he he had the world at his feet and. He was one of the best players in the Premier League and it kind of slipped away for whatever reason. But Oxley chamberlain had it taken away from him by injuries. He was a phenomenal footballer. He was a, a serious athlete. He could do a bit of everything. Like, you see a lot of... Like, he carry the ball, he could shoot, he could pass. Like, he, he, was, he was a physical player. And his body's just let him down. And maybe it's a case of he was one of those... But, you know, there's the odd player where they get put into put into teams from a very, very young age and their body just can't cope with it, and they end up getting ruined by injuries as they get older. Like Wilshere, like you said, Luke, is another great example mm. of that. But it, it'd be so interesting to see what could have happened to Oxley chamberlain if he hadn't had all the injuries and the ceiling yeah. he could have reached. He'd still be here. He'd, like, yeah, I, I, think so. I reckon that he'd, he'd still be here. Mm. If, well, if think, he didn't pick up that injury, then... Well, I, I was at the... Because uh, I've gone to the Liverpool women's games. One of the Liverpool women had done her ACL not long after Ox had done his. So she'd done some rehab with him. And I said, like... How bad is injury like? You know, the going on, and she basically went, he's ripped everything. You know, what everything in his knees ripped. 
and his hamstring tendon. The base said it's horrendous. I do mm. think the injury he got against Roma probably five years earlier, I don't think he'd have even played again. Mm. So the fact he's actually got himself back playing is ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think he's just he's he's so unfortunate because he could have been. I think he had the potential to be like an England great, like he, he could have been, but it was mm-hmm. just it was just not to be for him. Cater, yeah. I think, came with a massive, a massive reputation and and a, a, a huge potential, yeah. but he's ended up being a bit disappointing, like unfortunately. Um, personal highlight for me was that attempted shot in the Champions League final, which oh, don't was, even it was pitiful. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, the bad, the, yeah, the bad, the bad thing is earlier this season. Earlier this season, he did the same thing as Atletico Madrid. He goes top corner. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's probably the, that's that's probably, that's the yin and yang of him. Unfortunately, that's the way it went. Yeah, that that sums him up, doesn't it? Really, like he's like he he is like um like from the sublime to the atrocious, like within <laughs> with a flip of a coin. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that. Was like that means a dan to like Bentner in like thirty seconds. That's hate <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mighty One, for the uh, super chat. We don't get ready then, do we, Luke? That's not one for the pot. First, first, first one when I've been on. Yeah, so there you go. Just when you start talking, what it must be. You must be the, the key one for it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I forgot this. Uh, uh, do you remember this? Um, and Dicko said his his wife was in the away end uh, when Clavin got the winner at Burnley. Yes. Uh, oh, Ragnar Clavin. Ragnar. Was it? Wasn't it? Was it? Was it? Eurovision last year. Eurovision. Yeah, that's the best about Eurovision. Oh dear. Yeah. Then it was so. Milner, I think, is it's just he's been playing in the Premier League for like over two decades. He's a ridiculous football. He's played for some massive clubs in the country. I like I think he's thirty-five short of the record now. Yeah, and he's he's an incredible athlete. His his footballing ability is starting to waver a little bit. I think he is just I think Klopp just loves him and his in his ethic and everything about him. Like it's got do you know do you know you know when Klopp was breaking through at Dortmund? I feel like Milner is like a better version of Kevin Groshkoitz, you know, like the, the guy he yes. just depended on. And he played him everywhere, didn't he? He played him at fullback, he played him midfield, he occasionally played like off the striker. Like, I think he's just... One second, sorry. Mags on top, see you later, sunshine. I'm all, I'm all for fans coming in and have, have a, um, that's just, that's a just, laugh just, like... But that's just you. Congratulations on Champions League football. It's just... Sorry, lads. It's just you and he's had a few pints. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, he's, he's much, I've seen his WhatsApp stuff. It's much worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, but Mil- Milner, yeah, I think he's just Klopp just loves him because he's he's the kind of person that everybody wants in their squad. Like where literally it's it, he, he's a he's a square peg in a round hole, but he's he's the best square peg you could put in that round hole. He will do anything for you. He'll run through brick walls and and until recent years he, he had ability and he I mean he's, it's just his body is. So aging is as hardly comes on the pitch. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. getting yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's he's a top player, and I mean, I, I as an outsider looking in, I can't, I can't say enough about Roberto Firmino. I think he's, I think in in 10, 15 years time, I think, I think recency bias kind of changes it, and nostalgia plays a big part in football. Oh, yeah. I think maybe in 10, 15 years time, he he will be regarded as a Premier League great. You know, like the same way that like Dennis Bergkamp is. Like people look at him and they go, "Yeah, he didn't get the goals that Henri did, and he doesn't have maybe the quite the same highlight reel as Henri did." But for like, you know, like obviously the, the, the famous Dennis Bergkamp goal is the one at Filbert Street against Leicester, mm. isn't it? Like Firmino's got moments like that where he just pulls something out of out of the bag, and he's incredibly skillful. So I think he, so, I think he goes in that category. I think he goes. He in was that so uh, he's so selfless because that front yeah. three 
works as a unit, but he was the key part because I think he because he was yeah. so selfless. It allowed to be fair two very alpha footballers, if Mane and Salah, oh, to score yeah. the goals. You know, I mean, listen, one of my favourite Bobby moments is actually off the pitch, hmm. which is Burnley away. <laughs> Mane, Mane and Salah have had a proper kickoff, and there's a tunnel cam where they're both walking off, looking really sad, and it and the camera pans to Bobby, and he's just like that. Smirking like mm. side eye, it's, it's just that look of like oh, I don't always like this. <laughs> it's I just feel like it is. If, <laughs> if I compare it to anyone, like if, if I talk about like iconic Leicester players, like and I'm not comparing him ability wise at all, so don't let's not get this misconstrued. But the, the the role that Firmino played in that in that in those seasons for Salah and Mane was like the role that Danny Simpson played for Riyad Mahrez in the title winning team, where he was just like, I'm just gonna stay here and do all your defensive duty and mark two players at the same time because I know you will win as games and you will get as points. So you go and do your own thing and I will do the, the dog work. I know what you mean. And I it's that Firmino did all... The, well, it's, yeah, similar thing. Like, But Firmino does all the, did all the donkey work whilst those two stole the limelight, really. And then, obviously, as things have progressed and the style at Liverpool's changed a little bit, I feel like Firmino's been able to sort of cement his place as actually being no, like, no, I am just as good as these two, but in a different way. I think so, yeah. He... he... I do think he suffered from the... I think the other thing with Firmino is he's just started to pick up injuries, hmm. which, yeah. to be fair this to him, is, this is the for, right the first, time. for the first four or five years, he never missed a game. He just hmm. he was always there. And he's just, just a key player. I, mean, I was glad he got his moment like World Club, World Club Cup final, you know, in Brazil. Yeah. Last-minute winner in the semi-final, winner in, in extra time in the final. So, you know, he got those big moments, you know, which is kind of what you want for him. But hmm. what I love about him is He's got the right balance of what we all want, which is his skill, his grit, but he doesn't always have a good time when he's not yeah. playing. Yeah. He's, but, he he's... Never, but he never affects his footballs in like, you're not, you don't seem to come back like ballooned, <laughs> you know, because he's, <laughs> he's been on the last show. But, you know, I can imagine, but at all the other Liverpool players, I bet he's great for a night out. Hmm. With all that, I think we'd all quite like a night out with Bobby. He, he could go and play for anyone as well. Like, he, he could go and play in, he, he could walk into Barcelona, most top teams. Real Madrid. Mm. I, I feel like he's he, he he could walk into most teams in the Premier League and there'll be a Champions League. Well. There'll be a Champions League club. I don't seem to say the name of but there's it's, a Champions League club that will go for him. Do you think, think if with PSG losing Messi and Neymar, do you think yeah. there's a, a chance he maybe goes there or you can see him going there? I think I think the Italian club he do well at. Hmm. Uh, and I think yeah. in Spain, there's plenty in, in Spain he'd do well at. And they say he's a bit like Kante doing all the work in your team winning the league so fours can can, yeah. can yeah. work better. Yeah, he, he just can it just makes Kante it think. made Kante made Drinkwater look like a Premier League title winning player, didn't he? And then we all saw what happened when he went to Chelsea. So it's, uh, yeah, every, every every team needs to, every player needs to have that one next to them they, they can rely on and make them a better player. Because football is all about relationships and partnerships, isn't it? You can't do everything on your own. Yeah, yeah. So, I tell you, Luke, 10 years' time, we're going to have some, some legend side to watch, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, imagine, if you, imagine, imagine if Masters was still a thing for you lot in 10, 15 oh, years. You'd never lose, would you? No. Just, just play those. For, just play those three. Allison oh. and Van Dyke. That'd be it. Don't, don't forget the bit. Don't need a bit of We don't have one anyway. So we, 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 we'd be wheeling out like Hooth and Albrighton to play against like Salah and like. You know Thing is, though, Vardy'd still be quick. Hey, bad, Even in Masters, he'd still be quick when he's fifty and got no was, hamstrings. That was like when we used to have Julian Jurchin. Julian Jurchin, when he used to play Masters football, just used to tear everyone apart. But it was just because he was still rapid. I played. I played with Julian Jurchin once. I used to, he played for Holwell Sports, which is the the, the non the non league side that I used to play for. And he he signed because he started working for the bloke who um, was the manager at the time. And uh, he was he was he was rapid. He was absolutely rapid. 
finish up. Bobby to Bayern as a Muller replacement. Nah, yeah. that's not really a Bayern signing to, to grab. To grab. Work it. I, I, could see it. I could see it happening, absolutely. It's a, if, and if Manny stays, you get the best out of Manny. Mm. So, mm. and Dickhouse put a few embargo stuff breaking. Um, breaking McAllister says yes to Liverpool, no deal yet, as it's complicated according to Romano. See, essentially, the word Romano I can switch off then because he's just he's well, well, just apparently, like the rumored price of 60 65 million that's not going to be the price. Apparently, it might even going to be cheaper than that. Which yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure there is. I saw like 80, I'm thinking, nope, no, 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 not worth 80. It's not my money, I can't care less. Pay what you want. But I don't. I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have fans get hung up over what the players. Go. It's not me paying it. I can't care less. Mm. Um, and Dixon said, according to David Lynch, Klopp wants a centre back. Good. Makes sense because I'm. My gut feeling is Matip's on his way out. Yep. I think. I think this is probably the right time for, for Joel to move on. I think the injuries have caught up with him. You know, yep. nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Again, another player who's, who's been brilliant for Liverpool. And. Pop on whether recent form has changed transfer plans. He says, nope, nothing's changed. Good. There's two ways to look at that. If they, if they had changed, why would he tell us? Because just Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, you know. Yuri and Timber has been the link for centre-back. Apparently, Yuri and Timber looks... Oh, we go. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The pound was a question for you, Luke. Uh, <laughs> I was asking, was, was Luke Alex from the Isle of Man... And the Tomb Review twin. Identical facial hair and background. Nope. Nope. Well, you go, Ed. At least, at least you got his question in. Um, this is the other player gets a link with Liverpool. Timber. I mean, we've got a song for him, at least. So, you know, that could be fun. Yeah. Right. Let's leave it on this one, because I don't know if anyone watched this, but this was Barney. Who watched the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. I did. Sheffield oh. Wednesday, Peterborough. So, my wife said to me, old friend, someone she works said he's... Um, He's, he's got to watch Sheffield Wednesday play. I said, oh, good. I look away. They got battered 4 0 in the first leg. Said, yeah, let me know how they get one. So I, obviously, I didn't watch it. I start and I thought, oh, I'll just flip the score. Oh, it's 2 0. Oh, okay. But it flashed up 3 0. Well, March last five minutes. And this could be interesting. 4 0. He went, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Extra time. Then they can see, then they score again. And then it's, it's a pretty decent penalty. She's like, what an absolute bonkers game. It's much better than watching anything else. But I love the playoffs. I just mm. think it's some of the most exciting football you'll watch. I'd hate to be in it because it's probably stressful as anything. I've but been to there. watch it as the outside looking at it, it's brilliant. So he tells yeah. what it's like. Because he jacks on you can be in it. Well, I mean, the 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 last time we were in it was the the Dini moment. I was I was there at Vicarage Road that day. It was uh, oh it was, yeah yeah. So that's oh, that's yeah. that's um. That's, didn't, that's they how... to, didn't they go on to lose the final though? Oh yeah, yes, people are. I was gonna say. I, 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 call, I called. I called. I called the Watford fans out on this, like on 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 our Twitter account, like because they. It was obviously a couple of weeks ago. It was the ten year anniversary, and they were selling like merch and special like 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 stuff on their website. And I just quote tweeted it and was like, "It's really weird that they celebrate this because they lost the playoff final the following season. They finished like thirteenth, and we won the league by like ten points, and then started the greatest chapter in our history. Yet they celebrate it, and we're just like." It happened. Well done. Like it, it. It, it, as, as an isolated incident, I a hundred percent. I get it. It's an incredible moment. Like as an, but in terms of what, like why you'd celebrate after ten years, it's like okay, well, we won, and then I'd get it. I'd get it if got we on. went backwards. Yeah, they went backwards after that. Like the following yeah. season, like we went, we went down there because there was a huge like furore about it. Because obviously, knockout 
he dived to win the penalty. Not going to lie, I can say it now, but he dived to win the penalty in the first place. There was a massive like amount of tension, like because I, I I was um I went down there to watch that game as well the following season, and we 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 absolutely smashed them. We beat them three 0 and it could have been seven or eight. Knockout scored, and honestly, like they they just went like that. They were sort of in the running for the playoffs at that point, and then after that they just tailed away massively, and we went on to achieve everything we've achieved since. And it's just it's just a weird. One. But the playoffs itself, I mean, the other <laughs> my other previous one was. I don't know if you remember Jan Kermigan's Penenka attempt against Cardiff. Yes. Where we'd, we'd managed to get back. But that, that, that was an incredible game. That was an absolutely incredible game. Steve Howard had one of the best individual performances in over 90 minutes that I've seen from any Leicester player. The man was absolutely unplayable. And we managed to get it back to penalties. And then Kermigan just decides to dink it straight down. I think it was David Marshall in goal. Just literally. It just still caught it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then, and, and it's just, but that's the thing. My experience of the playoffs has always been heartbreak because those ones in the 90s with Steve Walsh and Ormond oh, Jordan on them, like that was, that, was bef- that was before my time. Like, um, I'd like, that's when I, yeah. The only that, thing with, with the playoffs is, um, I can't, Wrexham last year. Losing oh, were they, the, were, they, were they in it? I'm yeah, Wrexham Grimsby, like 6 5. It was a crazy I mean, back and forth, uh, back and no. forth, back. Crazy I, think was, I think I was messed you. I think I was messed you when that was happening as well. <laughs> little, 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 little claim to fame here. Uh, did, who, did anyone watch the Notts County Chesterfield game? Yes. Little claim yes. to fame. The guy who scored the winning penalty, Kevin Scott, is I. I played in the same team as his brother at university, and even though he scored at Wembley, his brother scored one. It, we played when I was at York St John University. We played against York Uni. It was the first game we ever played together, and he scored probably one of the best goals I've ever seen. Like, and and his brother's gone and topped it by scoring at Wembley. Has need to get his team promoted. You know, not much of a competition, but <laughs> that's my claim to fame. Anyway, yeah, one of my mates is a uh, his brother. So, okay, God's Jake Klopp has also said only position we are looking at in the market is goalkeepers. That's I don't. Good. Well, well, that narrows it down then. So, <laughs> so that means that on Twitter going to be linked to another seventy-five players now. Uh, this can't be true. And Dick said, did you see the Sheffield Wednesday fan? Who yes, he did so- tear it up. Oh. He did. What a wally. You know, people owe an apology to that woman. You know, the one who was putting coaches on to Wembley and she got absolutely torn apart after the first leg. Like, everyone was giving her loads of, loads of shit because obviously they lost 4-0. And loads of people were ringing her, giving like prank calls and stuff. Like, I hope everyone goes back and apologises to her because football's a game of two halves or two legs in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, after losing four, no, you don't expect them to turn around it. No, you don't. You don't know them, do you? Like, <laughs> but, uh, it's your process of ring a woman and abuse them. You know, there's, yeah. there's sort of levels. Yeah, yeah. But that's when when you when you're in the echo chamber of Twitter and you can hide your face behind a uh, a football player's image, you you get away with it, don't you? Yeah, I know, it's unfortunately. Funny. Yeah. Right. Before we go, then, um, Luke, anything you want to add before we go? Any Wrexham news? Any MMA news? MMA news, uh, loads of events happening. Dana White's announcing fights because it's been confirmed that Francis Ngannou's gone to the PFL. Um, Tyson Fury's act- acting like the most insecure boxing world champion ever, uh, calling out everybody because uh, Joe Rogan said that if Tyson Fury and John Jones was locked in a room, he'd back John Jones be the one to walk out of it. Hmm. Yeah, just crazy. Just Tyson Fury talking utter rubbish as per usual, but it is what it is. Awesome, awesome. And Jack, thanks for coming on again, back to back. 
Anytime. I'll still get your regular slot there, Sue. Where can everyone where can everyone find you and your mate? So uh, we're on Twitter. Obviously, that's our um, my handle there, the Balax Pod. We're also on YouTube and on Spotify as well. I was going to ask before I went, and I don't know if, how you feel about this, but everyone we've done this with has thoroughly enjoyed it. If there is time, tell me if there's not. Would anybody like a game of obscure footballer of the week? Go on, go on. Yeah, go okay. On. Luke's just for people in just for people in the chat because people in chat can play along. But please make sure we're not googling because it ruins the fun for everybody. Um, Essentially, the rules are I come up with one random Premier League footballer. Uh, they're, they're fairly well known. It's not somebody who's played like two or three games. They're, they are somebody played in the league for a while. Uh, I read off some facts about them and the first person to get it wins, basically. Nice and easy. Uh, and I found one here that I was going to use in our pod on Tuesday, but I will treat you guys to this this Go person. So uh, first first facts, and I'll try and read them off fairly quickly, just so just because right. we time. Uh, I was born on the 21st of February, 1979. Making me forty-four years old. Okay, I was born in. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I always pick players whose places of birth I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> uh, Les Abimes in Guadalupe. Okay. Okay. I played three hundred eighty-three career. I made three hundred eighty-three career appearances, scoring sixteen goals. Right, cool. I represented France once. Oh, my light's just gone off. I think my, my electric's just gone. Hang on a second. <laughs> one in my adding, adding tension, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I, I reckon my uh, fuse is like, gone, but I'll stay. I'll, I'm still here. It's like, the, it's like the other side. This is the final <laughs> answer now. We're all like, oh, no. I reckon the fuse is just gone, but I'm all right. I'm still on. Go on, um, you think it is then? Oh, I think Antico's got a good shout as well. No, it's, it's not Lauren Silver Rivera. Silvan Distan. Silvan Distan. No, good shout mm. though. We're, on, we're in the right ballpark. We're in the right ballpark. Um, I made my Premier League debut in 2005 for Wigan Athletic. Oh, um, Charles Ingsogbia. Oh, good shout. No, not Ingsogbia. Seems like um, figure up. Is it Figaro? No, when you play Franzley Figaro. Try to think of that. Wicked side, loads of random players as well. I'm, yeah. I'm most I'm most famous for my stint at Tottenham Hotspur, where I played 65 games. I made most appearances for Spurs in the Premier League. So I went from Wigan Athletic to Spurs. I signed in 2006. Oh, before before playing goals. before playing for Sunderland, Blackburn, QPR, Doncaster, and Carlisle. Uh, Steve Malbronk? No. Good shout. No. No. If I tell you the position, it probably well, gives it away. But so like, it's, it's any any like, more guesses before I give the position? So it's also like Cabal or something like that, isn't it? Something ah, like Sam Tandy. Sam Tandy's got it in the chat. Ah, Pascal Jimbonda. Yeah, Pascal. Ah, Pascal I Jimbonda. Got that. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Well, so I, I, I was. I forgot he was French. <laughs> well, he's, well, technically, he's not. He's. Well, I didn't know we. I didn't know we played again. I didn't know he made yeah. the appearance. No, I, I, I didn't. But um, yeah, you and you and did you and did me on ours the other night. It was he gave me Yuri Zhorka. I had no, I had no idea. It took me ages to get it. Yeah, uh, but oh, he was right. he was he was good. He was alright. Sure. Yeah, that, that Wiggins yeah. was that's the Wiggins had that Baines in it as well. Yeah, yeah, and Paul Sharner and uh, like they they had, they had some like 
half no Jimmy Bullard was in that team as well, wasn't he? It was, yeah, that was yeah. Jimmy Bullard's team, yeah. I suppose yeah. Ruth thing going, Jimmy Bullard, no, 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 it's going, oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually. Yeah, it's, it's it, every everyone everyone we've done it with so far really enjoys it. And oh, like, like we need to get so, Gav on a show doing one of these. Gav's Gav loves stuff like this. He's, yeah. he's also he also tends to get books of them as well. He's really good. <laughs> really good like obscure footballers. Yeah. So, so yeah, cheers awesome. to that, guys. I enjoy, enjoyed it again. They said, yeah, thank you very much for having me on. It's probably going to be my uh, <laughs> my, my last appearance this season. So. Oh no, we we can always get a, we can always it's always good to have a neutral anyway. Even it's just to, it's only talking probably. Probably yeah. predictions, isn't it? So I'm yeah, sure true. we'll have you on again, mate. No, no, no problem with that. Uh, before we go, hit the like button, hit uh, and share it, and smash the subscribe button. But also, don't forget our charity that we help out, which is Cancer Awareness. We've got twelve Dublin ladies trying to oh, go to run to have a Dublin marathon, and we've still got you know people want to donate for the the golf day or want to sponsor anything on the golf day. Just email us at lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com and gavel. Let you know what you can do, what you can do to help, or if you just want to, us to get the prize and you just donate the money, email it to Gav, send him the money, and then Gav will buy it, send you the receipt to show you what you bought, and we'll use that for raffling prizes off. But that's the most important. Unfortunately, cancer now, I believe it's one in two people it touches now, which is pretty horrendous. So if you could do anything, you know, please, please do it. If look, we know times are tough. If you can't give, then please just share share the link around. You know, because you never know who it touches, and that'll normally help help things. Uh, it's just that we need more glow in the dark shirts. <laughs> it's not the shirt. It's the shirt doing all the the illumination behind me. It's not the screen, honestly. It's the shirt's doing it. <laughs> well, could be quite a hand that. Cool. Right, guys. On that happy note, take care of yourselves. So, rest of the week uh, weekend is Matt is doing full time. Re- is doing full time. Res- I've absolutely no idea who's doing full time residence because the rest of us are all going out getting drunk. There is no fat back for this Sunday, giving the guys a weekend off. And then from Monday, winners or losers, we're back in the same routine. And no doubt me and Luke will be here for next Friday for the, the last, last game, last game last. of the season. Well, yeah, as well. What we're going to do post-season. There's no football on. So. Oh, don't worry, mate. I'll have some like random draft for you to do or you know things like that. You'll, you'll Finally, hate it. I can get involved in one of these. I've been looking forward to getting involved in one of those. I wonder if they'll let me do a quiz again. No, maybe not. After the Probably last not. one, Probably not after the last one, but we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Right, listen then. Thank you for watching. Speak to you all set very soon. Thanks, go. Sports Social Podcast Network.